Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen. It's 941. Sunny skies. It'll be warm out today with a high of 82. Uh, right now it's 64 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. And uh, looks like Daniel Radcliffe has around $100 million to his name, mostly from the Harry Potter franchise, which wrapped up over five years ago. But He did okay there. He did okay, and you'd think a young guy like him would have blown through a large portion of that money, but... At least some of it. I hope he's doing, you know, he's playing some. Some, but not much. In a new interview, he claims he spent very little of his fortune. He says, I don't really do anything with my money. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm very grateful for it because having money means you don't have to worry about it, which is a, a very lovely freedom to have. Mm-hmm. And it also gives me immense freedom career-wise. He gets to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Yep. And that means the ability to do weird stuff like horns, <laughs> kill your darlings, and Swiss Army Man as opposed to, say, like a superhero movie. Right. Or- or something more <laughs> mass appeal, you know? He doesn't have to sell out to the man just to pay the bills. I know. He says, I want to give my fans something to be interested in rather than just make loads of money on crap films for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Of course, with $100 million, he doesn't need to make any movies at all if he doesn't want to. Right. But he says he doesn't want to retire. Wouldn't says, that be nice? He says, I can't imagine what my life would be like without regularly being on a film set. I think I would go crazy. I'm, I'm just one of the lucky few who loves my job. Yeah, he does a lot of stage stuff, too. Remember, he was he, he was naked and stuff. Yeah, and Equus. Remember? <laughs> with a horse. That's the part we remember. <laughs> yes, he was naked with a horse. I know. We have a student in here who's job shadowing today, uh-huh. deciding whether or not you know this is something that maybe she wants to do someday. And I think that's the key is finding what you love. If you can find a way to get paid for doing something you love, that's the kind of job you want. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do Especially what you if love. if it pays you millions of dollars. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Why like Harry we, Potter. Why didn't we pick one of those? <laughs> I know someone who she majored in psychology and English literature. And... She got her, she got her, she became a psychologist and did that for a while. But she says, you know, as much as I love the course of study, the only regret I have is I wish my parents had said, honey, what are you going to do with that later? Yeah. And she said, I found it very difficult to make a living with this background. So. Well, if you want she, to do what you love, but you also got to find a way to make a living doing it. Well, if she if, if she's all about literature and psychologists, couldn't she write thrillers? Couldn't she write novels about yeah. crazy people? If that's what she wanted to do, I'm sure she probably could. <laughs> but isn't that a way to you know marry marry the two? Marry the two. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right. By the way, Daniel Radcliffe. He, this guy's got a place in Manhattan. And it's not like he's in a 10 by 10 room under someone's staircase. It's a $5.5 million apartment with 3,000 square feet. He's doing all right. Oh, and you know what I just read? I was just mentioning this off the air. The Ewing Mansion. Remember the TV show Dallas from the 80s? Mm-hmm. Who shot JR? Who shot JR? It was a big TV show in the 80s that you know maybe your parents watched or maybe you, know, you watched when you were a kid. 
It had that little comeback, though, too. What was it on TBS? Oh, or that's TNT right. Or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, anyway. A couple years ago. South Fork Ranch is for sale. The actual ranch where they did a lot of the exterior shots is for sale for $13 million. Oh, is that all? Can you believe that? Well, let's go. It's got five bedrooms. It's actually kind of small. I visited the ranch a couple years ago. I toured it. They give tours, or at least they did. Somebody's living there? No. Somebody, but somebody bought it, and that's how they were. That's how they were paying the mortgage. Paying the mortgage, uh-huh. right? Was by giving tours, but mm. I don't know. Maybe it's not that profitable, and so they're selling it. But yeah, it, it could be yours for thirteen million dollars. Forget how many acres it was. It's a big property. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could, could function as a full fledged ranch. Hmm. Interesting. We got Tim Kane in four minutes. Will he be on time? We'll find out next. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Kane is running late. It's all right. He's a busy guy. Well, yeah, he's got a couple things going on. Just means we'll have to run late, too. Yep. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And that's okay. That's all right. So, so what, what's the deal, Fritzy? They're saying, like, if we do this voter registration thing with him, then we get a better chance of possibly getting Hillary? No, that's what I think. I just kind of think that sometimes they want to feel you out and want to see, like, even though they can read about you and, but they, you know. So you want us to suck up? Not suck up. I mean, you know, if they give us her, they give us her. If they don't, they don't. But I think it's a step closer. We're going to play nice. Right. It's yeah. up to, this is totally your show. It's up to you. Because I noticed historically. I didn't promise anything on our part. <laughs> no, I know that. But have you noticed, like, with, with presidential elections, we can't get anybody to come on our little show. Until we get closer and closer to election, if it's a close election and we're in a swing state, which we mm-hmm. have been, oh, then they're knock, knock, knocking on our door, and it's always in that those final few days. It's all about them, right? And they know, you know, we have a lot of people between the ages of eighteen, you know, voting, voting ages, age, yeah, eighteen and forty nine, and a lot of women, and we women are the ones that tend to struggle more with making the decision on which way to go, I think. I Two-minute think warning, There's Yeah. Two-minute warning. There's so many issues out there to figure out where we stand. Right. So Who our guy or girl is. They were talking a lot. I was watching the news over the weekend, and they were talking about how a lot of moms are undecided, and yeah. people want them at mom vote. Oh, that yep. might be him. Mm-hmm. Studio. Hello. 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 How are you? We can act like we're British. <laughs> yep, we're Hello. <laughs> we're not, tell them we're not citizens. <laughs> I'll do that. All right, we ready? You know mm-hmm. it's going to feed back for itself. That's all right. Lucas Potosky with the Clinton campaign. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Is this Senator Kane? No, this is Lucas Acosta with the Clinton campaign. Oh, okay. Hi, Lucas. How are you today? 
Good. How are you? Great. Good. Is this is the senator ready? I will loop him with you now. Okay. Hi, Karen. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, there's. Hey, I'm going to hand the phone over to Senator Kane. Okay, okay thank you. Hey, this is Tim. Uh, Senator Kane, good morning. Good morning. Great to be with you guys today. It's great to have you as well. And uh, you are you you have the honor this morning of talking to four undecided voters. <laughs> True. Oh my gosh. I know. Wow. And and I know it's the it's the Jeff and Jen show, but I, do we also have Tim and an, and another Jen. Yeah, yes, that would be Fritch. Her mm-hmm. name is Jen as well, but to avoid confusion, we just call her Fritch. She is the producer that set up this interview, and thank you for taking time to come on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Well, since the two Jens spell their first name differently, I thought I would I would talk about Jen and Jen. Okay. <laughs> we love that, Senator. Thank you. Uh, we have to tell you, you know, we've, we've been trying very hard to pay attention to the issues, and we've been watching the debates, and, and we saw you and Governor Good. Pence the other night. What did you think of your performance? We understand your wife even thought that maybe you interrupted too much. <laughs> you know, wives are good advice givers, but she actually really loved the debate. Because, uh, you know, there were, two, there were two things I wanted to do in the debate. I wanted to make sure that Governor Pence didn't just unload a bunch of attacks on, on Hillary because they've been doing that, and often the attacks are pretty misleading. And I was really happy that in the aftermath of the debate, nobody was saying anything, you know, about a Hillary attack. I mean, he pretty much I – was, I was a good goalie. I stood there in front of the net, and he wasn't able to, you know, get any pucks in. So that was great. And then the second thing that has picked up a lot of attention, I mean, and it was uh, it was on the Today Show this morning, was Governor Pence kind of refused to defend his running mate. And that was that was my second goal in the debate was, uh, you know, ask him to either defend or reject uh, things that his running mate had done. And seven or eight occasions, I said, I can't imagine how you can defend what Donald Trump said or did. And in virtually every case, he just chose not to defend. And well, so that enables us now to say, look, if your own running mate can't defend you, then why should anybody else support you? Well, Senator, you called out Governor Pence and you called out Donald Trump for, uh, as, as you put it, you know, giving giving uh, Vladimir Putin credit to, for being a, a great leader. And I've, I've got to ask mm-hmm. you a question that has tripped up other presidential candidates in the past, but something tells me mm-hmm. you'll handle this better. Is there a world leader, a current world leader that is alive that you respect? There, there are many. I mean, um, the Dalai Lama is a great world leader, um, and, and I have huge respect for him. I've met him a number of times. We just lost, sadly, one of the great world leaders in Shimon Perez from Israel, somebody that I've spent a lot of time with over the years who I really admire. Um, and, uh, and Angela Merkel, I think, has done a really strong strong job over many, many years in Germany. Um, President Santos of Colombia is courageously trying to end a civil war of 50 years, and that is a nation in the Americas that's become a real uh, ally of the United States, and it's been a tough path to end this civil war. So, yeah, there's a number of leaders out there that I think uh, set good examples. Um, And I will say this, I'm a huge, huge supporter of President Obama, and I think he is going to have a significant legacy, and people will look at his presidency and see a lot there that uh, people will learn from positively for years and years to come. 
Senator, you wanted to come on today to talk about the importance of voting and encouraging voter registration. But what would you say to those who feel disenfranchised, the undecided that aren't sure they want to participate in this election? Um, first, you know, as you guys know, that you can register to vote in Ohio up to October 11, and then early voting starts the next day. If you don't know how to register, you can just go to IWillVote.com, and it will explain wherever you live how you can uh, register. Two, two things. <clears throat> first, just I, I was a missionary in Honduras 35 years ago, and the time that I was there, um, it was a military dictatorship, and people couldn't vote for their leaders, and it, it struck me at the time the people I lived with, they just prayed for the day when they could pick their own leaders rather than have the military just tell them this is the way it's going to be. Right. And we have an enormous blessing in this country that's also a responsibility. And then second, look, huge issues at stake. Do you, do you believe in climate science or not? Hillary and I do. Our opponents don't. Do you think women should make their own health care decisions, including reproductive decisions? Hillary and I do. Our opponents don't. Do you think... LGBT folks should be treated equally, including marriage equality. Hillary and I do. Our opponents don't. Should minimum wage be raised? Hillary and I believe that. Our opponents don't. Should we do immigration reform? Hillary and I believe that. Our opponents want to have a deportation nation. So there's a whole series of issues that are issues that most people already know what they think. They're not, you know, they're not... uh, they don't need to be, you know, be be taught what to think about whether they agree with climate science or not. They know what they think, and and if you want to have leadership that reflects your values, then it's just so important to turn out and vote. And then I would say an issue that's always the big issue in Ohio and Virginia, I'm in Pennsylvania right now, is what's the best plan to grow the economy? I think Hillary Clinton will be a your hired president. And Donald Trump will be a year fired president. You know, if, 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 if Hillary wins this election it, with you as the vice president, you'll be one heartbeat away from the Oval Office. If, heaven forbid, something happens and you end up in that position, are you ready for this responsibility, Senator? Well, you have to be humble about that. I, and Hillary has superb uh, health and stamina. But let me tell you the reason that she picked me, because... She called and asked if I'd be on the ticket, and I, and I started to say yes, and she said, well, wait, I want to tell you why first. Um, I have been a, a missionary in Honduras. I have been a civil rights lawyer for 17 years, but then I've also been a mayor and a governor and a senator. And Hillary said, look, I want an administration that gets measured by the effect we have on people's lives, not a bill signing, not a headline. How do we affect people's lives? And she said to me, I'm asking you to be on the ticket because – You've worked, you know, in overseas, you've worked as a civil rights lawyer, but you've also worked at every level of government, and you've seen the problems and challenges from every level of government. Was your first elected office, Senator, was it as a city councilman? Was that your first elected office? Yeah, city, city council of Richmond, two terms beginning in 1994, mayor of Richmond, two terms beginning in 1998, then lieutenant governor and governor of Virginia, and now U.S. senator. And in the Senate... I serve on the Armed Services and Foreign Relations Committee, so I work a lot on national security issues. So Hillary said, look, you've, you've pretty much worked on all the issues, and you will help us govern in a way where the success is measured by do we have the right effect on people's lives. You've never lost an election, have you, Senator? Not yet. No, I'm, I'm 8-0. I'm 8-0 in elections, and I'm <laughs> fully intending to be 9-0 on November 8th. But the reason that I win is I always tell myself going into any election – um, I'm the underdog until they call me the winner. So that's my discipline and my attitude. 
Hey, Senator, this is Tim. I, I just wanted to – I'm I'm an undecided voter, and I think a lot of people that I talk to in my world uh, – what would you say to us who – you just went through that list of things a few minutes ago that, that, yeah. that you guys stand mm-hmm. for that maybe, yeah, I think about those things, but they're not necessarily in the top of my list. But I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want the government in up all my business all the time either. Yeah. As an yeah. Undecided, vi- well, undecided voter, what do you say to people like us? I do think that there are probably a lot like you, you know, um, that and so let me go on the I don't want the government in on my business. Um, Hillary and I strongly believe in the notion that women should make their own health care decisions. Um, the other side wants to roll back Roe versus Wade and let states use the criminal law again to, as, as Donald Trump says, punish women who make their own choices about pregnancy. And, and that really seems like tyranny to me. Um, and second, when it comes to uh, an issue of LGBT equality, we, we believe that people should have a right to marry who they love. All right, Senator. And that's, that's, that's pretty, ba- pretty basic, and the other side mm-hmm. doesn't believe that. So for a millennial voter, and just from listening to your voice, I'm, I'm assuming that you're probably in that range. I think those are two pretty important issues. Mm-hmm. Well, Senator, we'll wrap this up with one really, really tough question. <laughs> Lay, lay it on me. With two parts, okay? How many people did it okay. take to decide which tie you were going to wear for the debate? And did you check with the other side to make sure you both didn't wear red? Well, that's a very good question. So um, it only it, only one person was needed to make the decision because a friend gave me the tie and said, here, wear, wear this at the debate. And uh, it was a friend. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I liked it. And so one person made the decision, and it was my friend who gave me the tie. And then second, you, you do show up to walk through the room okay. before, a couple hours before, and they have you bring the suit jacket you're going to wear and the tie. Ah. So I think the reason that you end up not all wearing the same tie is, you know, whoever walks through second, <laughs> uh, if, if they bring a couple of ties, then the, the producers say, well, wait a minute. He's going to wear that redwood, so why do you wear the blue one, you know? Yeah. Um, so they, they, they make sure that you don't come out looking like clones. Good right. to know. Well, make Thank sure you. Get out there and vote. Uh, it's very important to vote, and we appreciate Vice Presidential Candidate Senator Tim Kaine for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show, and uh, good luck to you. All right. Thanks, guys. Really good, good to be with you. Great Thank talking. you for your Absolutely. time. Thank appreciate you. it. And we <laughs> have also extended an invitation to Governor Mike Pence, as well as Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton to come on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. We would love to have them all. Sure. But uh, so far, Tim Kaine is the only one that's taken us up on it. I feel like, you know, with Donald coming maybe next week that maybe we'll be in town. I don't know. Maybe we'll get closer. I put the request in. It's possible. Anything is possible. See if you can get them in here. Yeah, studios are real close (laughs) to U.S. Bank (laughs) Arena. That's true. Just stop by on the way. All right. We are late. We've cut into Holly Morgan's time. We apologize our apologies to Holly, but we will see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning. Holly Morgan is up next on Cincinnati's Q102. And by the way, if you missed any of today's show... I can't get it up until probably about 10.30, but we'll have it up there since we did run over a little. Right. So sometime after 10.30, we expect to have the podcast on there. And uh, feel free to join the conversation. Of course, as always, we're on Facebook, Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.